We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. It feels like Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Sir Carlo Navas, and with me today, we have producer and co-founder, Mr. Brian Goins. What it do, baby? We have our professional screw-up, Alex Toledo. I can't tell if that was slightly racist. <laughs> I have our photoshopper and statistician, Christian Hernandez. Let's freaking go! Hell yeah! And we have our Heat Twitter president, Alf. What? <laughs> You've ruined uh, it. I'm you back ruined from your Oh, I'm supposed to be excited like everyone else? Come on, man. Let's bring the energy. We're good. The heat, yeah, the heat look like they're yeah, good. Whatever you do on Ethan's pod, do the opposite on this one. Oh, oh. We're uh, having so fun here. This is so not Ethan's be, droning. Don't be serious and get drunk. No, no one likes that. Yes, everyone exactly. likes the happy, yeah, that, no, fun going don't out. Don't do that. We're the anti-five on the floor. You know, we're the anti-lockdown, we're the anti-five on the floor, we're anti-establishment within the establishment. Come on, Alf. People like me part. on five on the floor. Okay, well, how about people like you here, too? Give them a little bit of, I'm very, give a little I'm bit very of LSO, Alf. I want LSO, Alf. People don't like no. me on neither. <laughs> Alex, Alex it's is on, hated. It's because of your poppy chulo glasses. Alex is universally hated. That's fantastic. <laughs> the professionals grew up through and through. I have returned from Europe where I was doing my best Ben Simmons impression, and we are I'm back and here to talk about all things Miami Heat basketball, including 
the Rook, Tyler Harrow. And by the way, we are on Blue Wire Pods right now. Uh, check out our network, Blue Wire. Check out everything that's going on over there. Uh, lots of fun stuff. This season is going to be amazing, and we're really excited for our first uh, season with Blue Wire. So. And also check out some of the stories we've written lately on 5ReasonSports.com. Lay for a story about Tyler Hero after going to the game in Charlotte, and Nakai did as well. About the Heat's offense, and it's I think it's big man's rotation. Speaking of boring, I wrote a game recap. You did. Yeah, no, that was no, crazy. No, nobody wants to read a game recap. We're not advertising it. It was no. It was like super professional. I like, wrote on a deadline, which amazed me. I'm a very. De- proud oh, bro! No, it was out 30 minutes after the game had stats. I can't even oh, do God. that. Why? You put why, quotes why in there. You, you read for trans- a blog. Wait, who why transcribed you, why the quotes? Was it you or Ethan, or did you just steal trans- from? I transcribed from Barry's article. I transcribed them, bro. All over it, man. Come Damn, on, that's amazing. I'm proud. Did you ask, I'm any, like, did you ask any scrum questions? Guys, I, this is like when you have like Tim Bontemps or like a real journalist on. Can you respect my craft, please? <laughs> Alf, Zach Gianni, Lowe, and Tim you, Bontemps. You compared yourself to uh, to Ben Simmons when you were in Italy, but I didn't really get that reference. What, what did you mean? Just, just take that as you will. Ty, Tyler Harrow, however, is not a Ben Simmons <laughs> and was lights out uh, from three. And um, something... You coward. I'm such a coward. <laughs> That was almost an immaculate transition. (laughs) (laughs) Ten people get this joke, but it's so funny to those ten. I'm sorry. I was just trying to get Gianni to talk about his personal life, but it's it's all about heat basketball right now. It's It's about about Tyler Hero. It's about buckets. To make fun of my personal life. That's what we do on this show. It's about buckets, Um, and it's about how loud wrong we were, and about Gianni's lack of buckets. It's about my lack of buckets. (laughs) It's about my lack of shooting attempts, and it's about. Tyler Harrow's uh, the opposite. He's the anti Ben Simmons. He's the anti me. Yeah, and, I love uh, we how were Tyler Harrow's so aggressive on the court. Like he never passes up a shot when he wants. No, and and he and he really takes control of everything he's doing. Like I, I thought yesterday, like some of those dribble handoff sets where he was just stepping into jumpers really confidently. Something I cannot relate to. <laughs> it looked amazing. And you know how he, often he scored every time he shot the ball. He, he had the first fourteen points in the game. You know why? Because he, he wasn't afraid. He, he wasn't was taking, afraid. He was not Ben Simmons. He was shooting everything, and it was amazing. Um, no, I, I like for real though. Like the, the stuff seeing out of him uh, this preseason and summer league has been rather jarring. And uh, we have been, uh, and I want Brian, a listener. Um, was it David Freeman who uh, made that video? No, David M. Suarez. David M. Suarez made a video. Um, uh, well, his name is cr- pronounced so- Suarez. Swedish. I mean, actually, I thought it was. Swarez. I thought it was sores. Me and the guys were in Oh no, yeah, it's like a sore, like a bed sore, but oh, sores. Like the, like the ride in Epcot. Sore. So Brian made him Hispanic. Nice. Yeah, I was like, he, he, no, he might still be Hispanic. Oh, he's Brazilian. 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 Ooh, that's Maybe the guys were in a two K league with him. Suarez. Oh yeah, maybe it's Suarez. Yo, Brazil Heat Twitter is very real. I oh yeah, no, Brazil Heat Twitter is here. It's Suarez. Deep. Um, They're deep. So at David M S O. A R E S underscore. I uh, made a video basically chronicling uh, our loud wrongness uh, on the on the uh, Tyler Hero. Pick. Wow, so, it has 165 likes. People really like watching us look stupid. So Brian, I want Brian's going to put that video in right here so that we can all laugh at us. And for context, context, this was not even seconds after the Heat made the selection on draft night. We did a live reaction pod. If it's Tyler Hero, I will break my computer. If it's Tyler Hero, we quit heaping. 
This is yeah. taking a obvious, long time. If it's tired, I'm hanging up. Like that's just... Yeah, why is this taking so long? This should not be a long decision. Take hey, Tyler Hero, what team do we start covering instead? Oh, all right. I'm starting Hawks beat. Like that's a yeah. that's a oh, no, yeah. I'm, I'm so down to be a part of Hawks beat. That sounds awesome, actually. That team's awesome. That DeAndre Hunter is gonna be cool. No, I don't want to think that. Oh God, no! It's Tyler Hero. Oh my God, we took Tyler Hero. Did no we? Way. Oh, you're lying. He's not a great shooter. He's don't like Luke Kennard if Luke Kennard was bad. Like, don't tell me that pick. Like, Wade, legit. You have got to be kidding. No. Here's my thing. Like, with the Bam pick, like, I didn't know that he had, like, ball skills. And, like, it was just, he's going to be a rim protector. He's going to be a play finisher. And, like, I just didn't understand why you got 13. And then he flashed the ball skills. Like, okay. I'm, some space. With Tyler, he, I don't see like he has short. He has no upside defense. Honestly, he better become such an elite shooter. Off handoffs, off screens. Tyler isn't even that good of a shooter. Like that's pretty good. And hero, I'm not very explosive. Not incredibly quick, strong. Doesn't play above the rim. He's not a great passer or ball handler either. His value is solely as a shooter, which is encouraging. Which isn't encouraging given his inconsistency from long range. If that's the ups, that it doesn't make sense. Like Miami needs shot creation. Sign a shooter. If you're gonna take a flyer, take the flyer on KPJ and hope that he can create. If you're gonna take a guard, if you're gonna take a six-five-ish guard that can do some stuff like, like take Nikhil Alexander Walker, if you're gonna go that route. Yeah, I agree. Like, at least you can create some and pick and roll. Like, he's not a great athlete, but he has some length. I think the best part about that is. That uh, Jack wants to start Hawks beat Nikias and everyone's going to Hawks beat and, and the Hawks were the team that really Perfect. opened the floodgates on Hero and I think the Hawks are winless in preseason as well. I I, I don't know if I have that correct. Did you guys see Trey Young trying to guard Tyler Hero? He uh, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. I honestly anyway. was cackling listening to Jack's take where he's like. What did he say? He's like uh, Luke Kennard, but if Luke Kennard was bad, <laughs> I mean, that is just like, oh my God. Yo, you know what the best thing is? I get tagged on these all the time. Like when they talk about how wrong Miami Heat beat was on draft night, they're like, yeah, Alf, you guys don't know anything. I'm like, motherfucker, I wasn't even See, on Alf, that podcast. You're, you're part of us and you're part of five reasons and you get all the shit. I Enjoy. get the shit from everybody. We can't win watch parties. We didn't like Tyler Hero. We didn't like Bam. All the shit. I get all the bad shit. None of the good shit. You know, Nikias has spearheaded both of these things. Which he called Bam Epe Udo. He said, why did they just sign Epe Udo if they were going to get Yo, on that, on that clip that uh, that he posted, Nikias said a name I've never even fucking heard before. <laughs> like, they should have just drafted something somethington instead. I was like, who is that guy? Wayne Ellington? No, something, it wasn't Wayne Ellington. It was, I think he said Wayne Ellington on there. No, no, there was a something, guy. Something is who the Heat signed. Twenty seventeen. Gave a four year contract, but yeah, I keep getting blamed for those takes, and I don't understand why. Well, you know, in our defense, and I said this in the, I said this in the tweet. In our defense, we were falling in love with Tyler here after watching some of his highlights in high school. Like not even fifteen minutes later.
you guys were so hung up. Honestly, I don't even remember that African dude's name. You guys were in love with that. We night. wanted Siku. Siku Dubois oh, was Siku. the guy we were falling in love, and he fell. Has anyone fell seen a like- Has anyone seen a f- fucking Siku highlight? This no, entire- Alex. <laughs> who, who Who read the Siku uh, headline? Uh, I read a pre-show. tweet. I read a tweet from a from a Pistons writer. I think his name Lazarus Jackson. And he was saying that don't expect any playing time from Seiko this year. <laughs> we wanted we saw, him summer so bad. He did not Christian, play a single minute in summer league or preseason. Christian threw his arms up in the air as he was falling to Miami, fist bumping, cheering, leading cheers. That's who I we wanted. Most of us were. People think Tyler Hero might be like the runner-up to like the Rookie of the Year award this season. Clay Thompson was available for them, and we wanted Seiko. <laughs> No, oh yeah! Did you see that headline today? Clay Thompson that could dribble and pass. <laughs> Apparently, you know, he are making this is a Tyler really Hero a really great case study that group group think is terrible. It's horrible, and I don't know anything about him, and I just went along with it because everyone, <coughs> you and Nikai, we totally so wrote him off because we thought he was some kind of T Rex. No, but Gianni was literally totally that's what fraud. happened. We had okay. a draft expert on our show the day before the watch the the live reaction pod. We spent a whole hour going over about 15 prospects and we touched on him for not even 30 seconds because G remembered his name. Okay, but let me, there is a little Sam Decker look to him, right? (laughs) (laughs) So there could have been the Sam Decker flashbacks, which I don't blame anybody. Guys like him aren't supposed to be good at basketball, like just by appearance. It's not even like I was like, everyone bl- says, Alf, oh, you are killing the Tyler Hero pick. I literally was on Twitter like, listen, I don't know who Tyler Hero is because I don't know shit and neither do the rest of you. And like that should be everybody's take on draft nights. And I mean, on in every single sport, because people were killing the Giants for tra- drafting Daniel Jones. Now Daniel Jones looks like a legit quarterback. People were killing us for drafting sucks. Bam and now Tyler Hero. Now they both look like they're both they're both going to start. The 2019-2020 NBA season, and people were mad that they were picked in the lottery. Like, everyone, from now on, to just shut the fuck up on draft night. Just shut, at least let Summer League play out. Like, at least. Okay, but are we going to start Hawks Nikai is called Bam Epe Udo. Okay, because no one knows who the fuck Bam was. We didn't go to a single Bam Adebayo workout. He's None the of us. smart one. In the same fashion, Gianni said that Tyler Hero can't pass or handle. I think <laughs> I he can. was just reading. No, he was reading a scouting report I from a different a website. Report. That was not him speaking. He was he was reading verbatim. On I like it better. I mean, I sound like a reading, but I, I like the idea better of me saying that he can't pass or dribble. And yesterday he was like tearing the Hawks apart off the dribble. Like it was great. He's good. But can we just not uh, – I know it's not good for hot takes and it's not good for, like, entertainment value, but I really hope that next year, like, <laughs> the next draft, yeah, I really if, hope if everyone calms. The Alf, they're never going to be in the lottery again because Tyler Hero is going to be so good for the next it 15 matter. years. If they pick 25, you guys are going to go fucking crazy Bradley's over nothing, nothing every to. every 25th pick. <laughs> They drafted <laughs> for some Josh. veteran swing. Why draft twenty five when he can draft thirty one and pay less salary? You Listen. know what's gonna be real crazy is when they draft somebody else over Zaire Wade, despite him like falling to them. He Twitter that is would never go wild. happen. That would never no, happen. If Zaire Wade, if they had the number Save one this. pick, if they have the number one pick and Zaire's had a terrible season in college, they're picking Zaire Wade. They have to. Guaranteed. They have no choice. They have to. He would pay down. for himself in jersey sales alone. <laughs> You think he's going to fall at 30 after the Heat uh, trade for 
Bradley Beal and signing on and Yeah, and and they win a championship that year. Yeah, I know. I mean, people are talking about Harrow being the be- the the Bradley Beal piece. I think that's the Giannis piece. <laughs> <laughs> well, because of what Daryl Morey did, we're not going to be able to afford anybody. So yeah, Daryl Morey totally screwed the, the the cap, and then every everything's all all in hell. And now LeBron's like, li- starting like literally, the salary cap is just going to say Russell Westbrook in two years. Then I can have Paul, a number. They're Chris just going to say Russell Westbrook or Chris Paul. Honestly, this Daryl Morey thing might be the best thing to ever happen in the Heat because now they're really not going to trade for Chris Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Low-key story, underreported element of this Daryl Morey wh- fallout. That's good. Why would that matter? Because this, this, this because the they're going to lose all that Chinese money, bro. The, the salary the, cap is going to get even tighter. The salary, the salary cap's going to shrink if they lose be the like Chinese 60, money. Salary cap's going to be like $65 million. They're going to have... <laughs> They're going to be in the luxury check just with Chris Paul's money. <laughs> yeah, but isn't that for next season? Chris, we're fucking memeing, okay? It's just, I'm sorry. You just trying to work right, actually. I took it too seriously. Well, come on, man. No, Chris take a is, shot of something. I Chris really, really wants, like, so, honestly, I was, I've been doing work emails up until I opened the Zoom link, so I'm just not in the right mindset right you gotta now. Be, you got to be in the right mindset of uh, something I do want to talk about. So um, we'll get into some kind of deeper analysis of, of Tyler Hero later, but I kind of like how Heat fans, the second that, okay, he's he's had an awesome preseason. He goes off yesterday in the first quarter. And the first thing the fan base does is, huh, maybe he could be the guy we move for Beal. And why can't Heat fans enjoy something nice for two seconds before they, like, go whale hunting? Like, why? why we, and I, I'm guilty of it because I thought the same thing. I was like, ah, oh, look at that. Interesting. We could get Bradley Beal. Ah, I like this. And why do we do that? Why can't we... Why can't we enjoy things? I don't understand. I mean, maybe it's because we've been following. Better. God, he's twenty six years old. Can you and better? Well, more expensive. Second leading scorer in the Eastern Conference last season, only to Giannis. He'd be the best player on this team. I agree with that. <laughs> like, and and I I I and it's funny because like, when did that report come out? Was it yesterday after the game that he's untouchable? Was that today? Well, well, Bradley Beal actually liked a tweet that another fan wrote saying he can't wait to see him in a Heat jersey. And he liked that tweet. So, I mean, Beal clearly wants to be here. I mean, he's not hiding it. We're putting too much into these, him, uh, to every like that Bradley Beal has Are on we? Twitter. I mean, like, if we really think about it, if we look every at time history, that there ain't no these... other team that wants him besides the Heat. Yeah, no other team wants Bradley Beal. Yeah, no, yeah, Brad, yeah, Brian. No other team wants a 26-year-old not, lead shooter, well, scorer, well, and defender. But listen, Bradley honestly, wants the heat. everyone needs to calm down because I, because Washington just doesn't want to get rid of Beal, and the Heat really, really, really want to see what they have with this team, especially like until December when they can start Sounds trading good. everybody. Like they just, they really want to see what they have with this team. So honestly, everyone just needs to calm the hell down just because if they to December. Was yeah, if they get if they get if they get off to a great start, no one's gonna be thinking about Bradley Beal, except for ninety percent of Heat Twitter. I mean, we're always gonna be thinking about Bradley Beal off. What are you talking about? I'm sorry. I, I as I was saying it, I was like, Well, that's stupid. We never <laughs> said anything about people us? too. We, that's all we think about. We're always we're always we're light years ahead. This is moves ahead now. Can we talk about the fact that because Harrow's doing so well, like it's become a thing to shit on Justice Winslow? Because of how good Hero is doing, yeah, that's been really weird. I, I don't get this. Like, what is wrong with this fan I mean, base? He looked sometimes? bad last night. This 
straight up. He didn't look uh, good. Unless Trey Young was guarding him, then he looked elite. Oh my god, that was the one time that he was willing to go inside. <laughs> he was LeBron. <laughs> yeah, he just bully balled his way down there. But like Justice always gets off to a slow start, and then if and I don't know if anybody wants to pull up the numbers. Looking at you, Christian, because none of us, none of the rest of us, ever do that. Um, after the first quarter, like him and Jimmy Butler just like lock in defensively, and like. And they like no, you cannot score on those lineups with Jimmy and Justice out. The first quarter, they like allowed thirty five points. It's like they just didn't give a shit. They're like, oh wait, this is a game. And then like after the second quarter, they play great defensively. They both start making their shots. I mean, Justice was super inconsistent. There's been a lot of uneven play. Some of his threes have just gone in and out, and some of them have been just like putrid. But like, I will go. I will go ahead and take the the full season sample size. Over two preseason games. Like, everyone's like, oh, he's looked really, he's regressing. It's been two preseason games. Like, nobody thinks Jimmy Butler's regressing or something. Like, Jimmy Butler hasn't played great. Like, can we at least just trust a little bit that this guy who was our probably our second or third best player last year is not, it hasn't just completely fall off and off a cliff in one summer? Also, like, Sometimes guys like enter the season not healthy and they need a little time to get their body under them to get healthy. Like we, we don't really know. There might be something be ha- to that. Yeah. Like he's we, wearing we a don't. very heavy brace yesterday. Like Christian pointed out. Yeah. He was wearing a heavy brace. He didn't have a lot of lift. Like I, I think clearly maybe something's bothering him. So did you see on that alley-oop that Goran threw him? He was yes. like walking. He was like trying to get Goran to just go for the layup. <laughs> he, like, he barely cleared the rim on the dunk. And so, like, maybe he's hurt, right? And that's going to affect your jump shot. That's going to affect a lot of things. And it's not a lack of effort. And if he's playing in a preseason game and he's playing minutes, it's it's probably not going to get worse. And he just has to work through it. So I think he'll be fine. And I think that it'll take him a bit. But when they'll and they need to peak at the right time. They don't need to peak in in October, right? They need to be good in March. Uh, so I'm not too concerned about that. And what Alf's saying about the defense is absolutely so. And we have not seen this team with their real starters yet because Kelly Olynyk. I think we all know by this point, Myers is not the answer at that position and it has to be Kelly and it has to be Kelly. And wait, wait, wait. Why do we know that? Gianni, have you watched these games? <laughs> I, I have, but you guys, you guys want to trot out Myers Leonard over Kelly Olynyk? I mean, look, I'm not saying he's necessarily the solution, but he hasn't looked bad enough to write him off bad, already. But, I mean, he's not... He's not. He's and not, when he's out there, they're not getting killed on 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 the boards, which we all assumed they were going to get killed on the boards this season. That's the thing. If he can continue to do that, that part where he's just not terrible at rebounding, not terrible at defense, then he could definitely yeah. get twenty minutes a game. And he's super 20. active. He he spreads the floor. Like you have to you have to guard him. Gianni, you're always the one talking about how they need more shooting in their lineup. He's somebody that's that's exactly what he's there. He's just another tool in the toolbox. If he's not terrible at rebounding a defense like he has been in his career, then yeah, I think he could definitely do that. Like honestly, he looks like a good rebound. Not like he's just there and big and he's aggressive and he's, No, I, I He I looks like a good. good rebounder out there. I just now, don't think he's the starter. <laughs> By now, the way, I I uh, worry I'll, about Kelly. I worry about Kelly. Oh, go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, I was looking up those stats that you wanted me to look up, and you're actually kind of right. I mean, I well, yeah, no, I mean, the thing is that Winslow has barely played in the fourth quarter of these games, so there's like nothing there. But first quarter, him and Butler both have defensive ratings in like the 115 to 120 area, 
And then in the second and third quarters, they're down like 75, 80. So Ooh. it's a drastic difference. That's, Bro, uh, that's good. <laughs> my eye yeah. test. Lower it, is better for those who don't know about <laughs> defensive ratings. My eye test is something else, man. Really. It's all, all reliable. Magic. I guess um, I'm, I'm so proud of myself sometimes. All right, guys, I'm going to give you a quick break from my horrible takes to introduce you to ShipStation. When you're selling online, getting your orders out can be a real pain. That's why you need ShipStation.com. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. No matter where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, or your own website, ShipStation brings you all your orders into one simple interface. ShipStation also helps you get out orders quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep your customers happy. And right now, Blue Wire listeners can try ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use promo code BLUE. There's absolutely no risk. You start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. That's always a big thing for me. Uh, ShipStation works with all the major carriers, including UPS, FedEx, UPS, and even Amazon Fulfillment. So you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice for online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. Just visit ShipStation.com. Click the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in blue. That's ShipStation.com. Then enter promo code BLUE. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves by saying things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or sorry honey, Kyle Lowry just didn't have a good game today. I'm not really feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about, with a real doctor who can prescribe you real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, often the comfort and privacy of your own home. The doctor will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and most importantly, discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to roman.com slash bluewire and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be a tough thing to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a real doctor to take care of it. Just get to roman.com slash bluewire to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's getroman.com slash bluewire for a free visit to get started. Getroman.com slash bluewire. I do want to get back to the to the Leonard thing because I do like him and I do think that he's gonna be he's gonna get minutes and I and I do think that he's gonna be important. But I think that we forget the dynamic that Kelly adds to the offense, especially with how Tyler's playing. And if you saw yesterday how successful he was on those dribble handoff sets, like th- that's such a weapon. And he's gonna he's getting got he's getting defenses like totally scrambling when he comes off the pick or comes off the the dribble, dribble handoff. And he's a threat to pop and shoot. He's a threat to kind of take a couple dribbles in and make a pass in the pick and roll. He plays it very much like J.J. Redick did with Embiid last season. And I, I could see a kind of partnership with Bam and him and Kelly that's similar. And I, I really think that that's going to unlock another gear to the offense that maybe Leonard doesn't have. And I think him coming off the bench will be a little better. Uh, you may sacrifice a bit of rebounding, but Kelly, I think, is a better defender. Um, so you, you kind of gain that on that end as well. 
Yeah, but kind of advocating back for, for Myers, one thing that he's looked really good doing early on is setting screens. And part of that is that he's always looking to pop. So he's not really, he doesn't have anywhere to be necessarily. He just needs to take like a step or two back. So he usually just like sets a good hard screen and really just follows it through and rides it out until the defender is gone. And then he slides out a little bit to pop open for a look. And that's a different dynamic for the offense compared to what we've had the past few years. And, you know, somebody like Tyler Hero that can take one dribble and just punish you for it, that's going to be somebody that he's going to work well with. I really and he's think- looked better getting to the rim than we thought, huh? That, uh, absolutely. I those I, tiny arms been, don't matter. That's been the biggest thing for me. It's how he's playing that pick and roll and how he's getting to the rim and how he's making pocket passes. and he's Making like, plays on defense. Not that I think he's going to be some great defender, but... Uh, All his weaknesses, maybe not as bad as we thought. Do you guys want him to be the starter? Yeah. Hell yes. Yeah, 100%. Because because he's going to help you win straight up. The the amount of attention that he is going to demand and how much he's going to open things up for Bam and Justice, especially, like, I mean, that's going to be huge. I wrote this on Twitter today. He turns that that, that starting lineup from, like, because what I thought that defensive that, that starting line it was going to be was going to be like a super defensive, like juggernaut, right? And there, it was going to be twelve to ten with six minutes, four minutes left in the first quarter, and then our second unit was going to overwhelm other teams' second units. With Tyler Hero on the floor, he turns that starting lineup from like this defensive slow. Uh, trudging lineup into an offensive to a lineup with a lot of offensive firepower all of a sudden that spacing that he provides like no one's gonna I, I like Dion I, li- I like how he's played so far this preseason nobody's gu- guard nobody's running out there to guard Dion Waiters like they're gonna guard Tyler Hero he provides so much space for bit Jimmy Bam Justice to work and the way that Justice and Hero have played off of each other Last night to me was wonderful. Like, I don't know why anybody's complaining about that. Those guys on the floor together look good and they compliment each other a lot. Um, Ethan made a good point on Twitter as well that that for half a season, Goron and Dion were destroying the league. And now they're going to get to play. If, if they don't start, they're going to get to do that against backups. That is the best second unit in basketball. And I, I don't care. I don't care if you feel like it's hyperbolic, but if you're talking about it's Goron, Dion, Derek Jones Jr., um, I don't know if it's going to be James Johnson or what, Kelly Olynyk, or whoever, if it's Kendrick Nunn, whoever else they put in that second unit, like that is one of the, one of the best or the best second unit in basketball. Like they're going to go they're going to overwhelm second, and they've been doing it all preseason. That second unit has been oh, every. T- it's been the first quarter is thir- is 25-24, 35-34. The second unit comes off the bench, and it's against other teams' legit second units. It's not like they're just playing G League guys. When the second unit comes in, they overwhelm the other team's second unit, and they blow and they blow the doors open. And if if, if that's what if that's what this team becomes uh, uh, a first uh, a starting lineup that could hang with any other team starting lineup, and a second unit that overwhelms the other team's second unit i mean you're talking maybe that three seed is actually within reach to me like and i i don't want to overreact to preseason like i really don't want to do this but this is all we really have that's going for them um they're gonna have a lot of flexibility with lineups and we know suppose suppose gonna tinker he's gonna start probably hero or Dion, and then he's going to move it around and he's gonna probably gonna we're gonna see justice starting and not starting i i we know how this is gonna go um, and I do think that something to watch is going to be 
kind of those trios of of Bam, Kelly, and 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 Hero, and then Myers, Bam, and Hero. Like I think we're gonna be watching a lot of that lineup data all year, and we're gonna kind of see the way that trends. Because uh, even last year, if you remember, the, all everything trended Kelly Bam the entire year until the end when it was kind of JJ Bam, and then that's kind of what they were going with down the stretch of the season. So it, it's going to change constantly, and I, I just don't think that the I just need, I think the fan base should understand that it's going to go up and down, and it's going to be really different all the time because that's what Spo's been. And I think this is since the big i mean even the big 3 years there was a lot of rigidity into what they were going to do because they had to play certain guys a lot of minutes anyway this is probably the most freedom he's going to have with the team since he got here until they trade for Bradley Beal and all that changes then all that changes when when uh, Tyler Hero becomes Bradley Beal um i i'm really like i'm pumped like i'm watching preseason games and he twitters like really into it for preseason games like when did when does this ever happen since like it's been since the big 3 that we cared about preseason games. I like it's appointment television for me. I, last year I didn't watch any preseason games. This is like, probably ah. one of the most fun Heat teams we've seen since probably the year after LeBron left. I think that Again. team was kind Hold of interesting. Oh, yeah. Again, this is preseason. It's been three preseason games. One of them against the lowly Hawks. And on paper, know. they definitely seem like the most fun team since the big three years. Unless I don't know, because like those Wade Bosch teams, uh, that one that went to the second round was super talented. But that was I don't remember them being fun until the second half of the year. Guys, thirty and uh, eleven when they went on their run. Thirty and eleven, 30 and 11 was, was, was fun. fun. Man, I, we felt so alive when Dion was hitting game winners against the Warriors at half. Yeah, so but now we're gonna be fun with a star player like. It won't, be, be it won't be 30 and 11 fun. Two it won't be 30 players. 11. What are you talking about? Alex, do you <laughs> yeah. remember how alive we felt during 30 and 11? Oh, yeah. It was so like 30 and 11s against good teams, and they had like a plus 10 net rating or something. And now the guys, the guys who were in charge of that are going to be coming off the bench. We're running a rush out over everybody. Let's go! I, I'm telling you guys think I'm, I'm being hyperbolic, but that second unit is going to be... It's going to be a problem for a lot of teams. It's going to be Jones one of the better Jr. ones. All right, by the way, did we ever find out what happened to his knee? Fine, relax. Do you Spo remember? wasn't worried like about it. Destroyed no. his knee for the rest of his life, and he played a week and a half later. That dude is made of some weird material. That's true. I remember that. That's oh, the game. weird because he's so skinny. Like he's all cartilage. Can't break cartilage. <laughs> uh, he he. I think he's like. That's the I'm, name of the plot right there. <laughs> he's, he's all, all cartilage. He's all cartilage. Yeah, he, he had a really nice three yesterday. He hit a few. I, I'm really. He liking. had that one sequence where he blocked a shot with one hand, like Hassan like, and then. He came back and I think he had put up a shot or something. He grabbed, I think Bam grabbed the rebound. They gave it back to Hero. Hero brought it back to the three point line, drove it inside, kicked it back to Derek Jones Jr. He had that monster dunk to close the sequence. And then there were just those sequences where Bam looked like Destroyer of Worlds, <laughs> like where he was just erasing shots and just dunking on. I mean, Bam he looked. Got, he got to the foul line ten times. He made nine of his ten free throws. And it was That's funny. I, I saw. I saw a lot of. Oh, Bam is never going to be a good offensive player. Takes. Call him out. Call out who said that. It was Skinny McGee, and there were other people. It wasn't just him, but Gianni. it was probably I've never Gianni said that. too. You you oh, you're not high on Bam. Tell tell I, the people. I'm I'm not high on Bam as a scorer. I think he'll really help the offense in getting to the free throw line and being a really good passer and like being a great short roll man and like I see him like having a massive impact there but like as a scorer like I think somebody was telling me like 15 points a game and I was like, "Ah, let's let's slow down. Let's not put those kinds of offensive expectations on him. Like he's not Amari Stoudemire." Like maybe we want him to have that kind of face-up game and right, he's Amari with a passing game. He's Amari with a passing game. You're right. He's, he could be so much more. 
Alf, what is that? It's a Biggie Funko Pop. Was the other one Tupac? Or? Tupac? Muhammad no, Ali. Tupac's dead. What are you talking about? The two, gr- the two oh, greatest, Muhammad Ali. The two greatest black men that ever lived. Cassius Clay. I don't see Dwayne Wade there. I was about to say, like, where's D. Wade? Um, he's not Muhammad Ali or Biggie. Yeah, but Tupac's he's still alive. He's in Cuba, yeah. Dwayne Wade. Like, stop with the jokes, all right? <laughs> Dwayne Wade can't rap. He could do so much more. How lucky is oh, Dwayne Wade? Yeah, speaking of Dwayne Wade, how about we talk about some uh, something that happened over the weekend? Nobody Which, asked Dwayne Wade at the red carpet about his take on China? Nobody? That was the first thing they said to us when we walked in. No questions about China. I'm not even Literally, the, the first thing they, uh, they said to us. Like, no it was China like, hi, question. how are you no, doing? I, mean, I was going to say, no, hello. Are you here for the event? No. It was just like, hey, no questions no about China. China. <laughs> are you media? Oh, well, yeah, I guess. Shit, now. Look at that. Red carpet. Alex, Alf, live at the Dwayne Wade Roast red carpet. The smallest red carpet of all time. Where was the event? I don't even know. It was at a hotel on South Beach at one hotel. It was on Collins. Really nice hotel. And then you walk in. It's this super elegant event. You get to go up the set of stairs. Everybody's just kind of waiting outside. We Did go you wear up a there. suit? Did I nobody wear a suit? Wore, no. Nobody wore a suit. Alex no, no, no. wore all there black, was definitely which some was the dress worn. code. I, I wore a suit. Did Ethan, Ethan wore a suit? Ethan wore a suit. Uh, Anthony but Chang Ethan, wore a suit. Ethan wore a blazer. He didn't wear a suit. The but funny the thing is. The said, dress to impress, wear black. I was like, okay, so I wore a black suit. That was a the complete f- coincidence. I was going between red and black. The funny thing is, Alex actually read the uh, the press release, and you know I'm not going to read these things. So I just dressed however I felt, and like I looked like a sore thumb. I had like a you dress were, you shirt. You wore cargo jeans. shorts? No, I had. <laughs> I wanted dress to. shirt and there cargo was, shorts. There was a cameraman, <laughs> and I, I remember telling you guys last year, like I envy the cameraman. The cameramen are in t-shirts and cargo shorts. Yeah, just, they look so comfy. Oh my god, having the time of their lives. I'm out here with a dress shirt and jeans. Like, do you remember I, how? Do you remember when we went to the 800 degrees opening? How hot we were in that dress shirt. Oh my god, it was. But at least this one was inside, and there was an open bar. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was the night that. You- Oh my! Really? Do write that down, up? Brian. Write that down. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Were, were, we, were, were we not supposed to talk about that? Oh god, that's top I secret. That's in the vault. Oh, shit, that's ridiculous. Okay, fine. They cut all this. That's in the vault, Brian. No, we're just beeping that out for no context. Jason Jackson's red carpet. We need to talk about how small it was. I loved it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Like the length of the red carpet or the width? width. Of the yeah. Carpet? I'm thinking the width is so small. it was a short, thin red carpet. <laughs> yes, yes. Wow. You had to take turns. Like the the, the media availability was like every, taking turns with it, right? Like Jason Jackson was doing his thing. Then D Wade came and talked. Then Jimmy but came. Like you get, it's not a bunch of people walking on a red carpet. It's one. Alex, short that's how red all these. Carpet. That's how all these things are. I mean, I wouldn't know, but is that really how it is? Like that's not how <laughs> that's, it looks at the Grammys, right? It's you basically, tell me? yeah, it's not like a Grammys red carpet. It's like it's like the prom backdrop. That's not where true. people t- where people take their pictures. And it's like six feet uh, by six feet. What's not, not true? Because I've been to a couple of red carpets for movie screenings. And that's not how it is. No, movie screenings are different. I'm talking about these small events in Miami. In, uh, in flex, but okay. Yeah. In, the 800 <laughs> degrees open, you know, was uh, a little small red carpet brand. So we're not talking to movie stars. Yeah. Look, I, was, I talked to Will Ferrell and I talked to... What? Uh, yeah. How have you I never did. mentioned this? It was back in high school. He had a movie, Casa de Mi Padre. And I went to the I went to the Battle of Los Angeles screening and I met Gina you ruined Rodriguez. Your, you, ruined your, you ruined your whole flex by naming a movie no one's ever heard of. 
Yeah, it was. I like, remember it was Battle movie. of Los Angeles. It was. Oh, it was pure Diego action. Luna was there too. I didn't even know who he was until I saw the Star Wars movie. You know, aliens and stuff. Aliens and shit. Um, Michael Pena you? was there. All right, Christian, you you need to talk about what actually happened inside. The Mexican the guy from Ant Man. Because uh, Alf, oh. Alf and Alex didn't get to go inside, right? So they only got no, the red carpet no. experience. Yeah, us lucky folk that actually paid for a ticket got to go inside. Did you no, get to talk to Dwayne? He was he was standing like a couple rows behind me for a while while Jason Jackson was like he was going on. I mean, it's you know it's really nice. It's for a foundation. It's a good cause. They were doing like an auction of some paintings of Dwayne and some light up signs that I actually really wanted one, and I could have bid against Pat Riley. Which would have been funny, but I really didn't want to spend seven thousand dollars on a Miami Heat neon sign. But it was the logo; it, it was really nice. Honestly, I thought about it. I was like, if I sell like half of my tickets, I can probably pay for that, and that shit's for life. Assuming that the lights actually keep working. True. And Pat Riley bid six thousand dollars. They did like a whole thing, you know. They were making jokes, whatever. It was. Oh some my guy, god! You should some have guy in the organization. I know some guy in the organization. I think outbid him or somebody like important. I don't know. Somebody sitting next to him. He went and said hi after I wanted to do it. But at the same time, I wasn't really trying to make a scene. They had free drinks at the cocktail hour. I mean, we did pay a lot for those tickets. It really should have been free drinks. I guess I really shouldn't be giving them props for that. <laughs> I love this whole character moment. Uh, were the jokes good? The jokes were pretty good. Um, oh, you know, I, it's funny. Tweets. I thought Jimmy was really corny, but I think it makes me like him more. Well, how did he start <laughs> off? Because I heard that he started off singing a song. What was the song? Oh, uh, he's the he Mario sang, song, uh, right? Yeah, uh, uh, "Let Me Love You" by Mario. Classic. Yeah, at first I thought it was Miguel, but I went with Alex Musabai, who's also done some pieces recently for Five Reasons Sports. You can find them at FiveReasonsSports.com. Um, he reminded me that it was not uh, Miguel. I thought it was sure thing. It wasn't. It was Let Me Love You by Mario. I was confused. But yeah, that's what he sang. For like the first like 30, 30, 45 seconds, he sang that. Then he got back on stage and started telling jokes. And honestly, he was just talking a lot of shit about Udonis's beard, which was funny. Poor UD, man. What did UD do? I mean, why UD did, also, did, you know, he went in on, dude, UD had some freaking stories, man. Did you know, what was his name? Mark Waltz? Is that his name? Is that his name? Matt Nobody Walsh? knows who you're talking about. Matt, Matt, Matt Walsh. Walsh? Is it okay. Matt Walsh? Yeah, yeah, Matt yeah. Walsh used to play for the Heat like back in, I think it was like right after the championship year. Apparently he got cut because him and Dwayne got in a fight. And Udonis just like, just like said, she just went on a rant talking shit about the shit that he like helped Dwayne cover up and shit like that. Damn, you did. <laughs> Very funny. Apparently a lot of 5 a.m. nights. I was having a great time. Uh, somebody made a pat joke about the contracts. Uh, which I I saw on Twitter and I what was the joke? Do you remember? That was well, that was one of the comedians. He was like, yeah, he was he was he was talking about how it's crazy how like dudes that aren't even good and basically pay five minutes are getting paid fifteen million dollars and he just kept going in on fifteen million dollars. Who's playing these bums fifteen million dollars? And then he said that Pat Riley's paid a lot of those bums fifteen million dollars. <laughs> and woo, that was a good one. Coming in the time where Dion is away from the team, James Johnson is away from the team. Kelly, Here's the exact quote that Ethan, Ethan tweeted from the Five Reasons Sports account. Quote, there's a lot of guys in this league making $15 million that that can't do shit. Pat, you paid most of them. <laughs> Did Pat think that was funny? Did he laugh? Uh, yeah, I mean, I couldn't tell. It looked like he was chuckling. Like, you know, there's bodies behind him. I kind of only saw his, you know, you know his... That guy, he's going to be found dead. But, you know, 
Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of jokes being made referencing the fact that Udonis is a thug and will probably have... Wait, who said like, it? Hurt who after. said it? Multiple people did. The comedian said it. I think Jimmy Butler said it. <laughs> like, is everyone scared of UD? Oh, absolutely. Everyone in the room was a little bit terrified. It was a lot of white people in that room. Yeah, we were scared. All right. <laughs> That's um, here is a quote. Here's a tweet that you wrote saying two of the best moments tonight revolved around Pat and Dwayne dancing on the boat. From UD, he said, you leave and get invited to dance on a boat. I'm still here and I've never seen the boat. Damn. Very true and was super funny. That was one of the hardest moments I left. And then the other one was Dwayne to Jimmy. He said, I did all that dancing for you. Nobody else in the league wanted you. That was probably the most I left. I almost fell out of my chair. (laughs) Alpha's like, I wish I was there for that. Honestly, and when he said that, I'm like, was that Clipper shit for real? (laughs) (laughs) yeah they kicked us out with a swiftness like as soon as like the like the actual thing started they were like okay now you guys get out of here we almost didn't get to see anybody because the the media availability on the red carpet was from six to seven and at at, we're supposed to see wade jimmy and ud we didn't get to see ud but wade and jimmy both came out within the last like 15 minutes yeah it was like 655 and we're like ah shit and then get to talk to them yeah. I mean, I didn't talk to him. Alex, I think, Alex, did you ask a question? No. Yeah, yeah was, right. Was it, was it just, there. was it, who, who was there? Ira, Anthony? No. Ira wasn't there. Ira was not was, there? I saw George there. George was there. But was Sedano meaty or he just go to go? No, he, he, just, he was he looking sharp. I don't think he was meaty. Yeah, Sedano's not trying to work that. Only us dorks like me and Alex were media. Did Ethan, was Ethan media or was he too cool for that? No, too cool. he... He was he was there chilling. Oh, oh yeah. Jack! I think Jax gave him a ticket. Must be nice. Yeah, um, we, I don't think so. Yeah, no? he did. Okay. We did a bunch of ads. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, where <laughs> was, where was your ticket, Al? <laughs> no, he told me he paid for the five hundred dollar dinner. Oh, did he? I think yeah. he lied to you because I did. I five hundred dollars? Okay, yeah. Because like like Musaba is the one who got the tickets for us, and he was telling me it was like I'm not paying for that after party shit. It was way too expensive. I didn't ask how much for five hundred dollars for a dinner and after party. Woo. I think he told me a general admission was like one seventy five. I don't know. Damn. I hope they were serving like filet mignon. Mignon. It's oh, it's probably overcooked churrasco. Probably. But honestly, oh, yeah. I, I love stories? that shit. I got one more tweet that Ethan wrote. I don't know who said this, but uh, it's, quote, you have done an amazing thing, Dwayne, raising a child that wasn't yours, LeBron James. That was the funniest moment. That you, was, you said that, that this is the funniest moment. No, like no, I said, I said the, the one before was one of the funniest moments. That was like probably the number three, but that's that was the funniest. That was that was just so well delivered because he was really, it was the, a lot about the delivery. He was kind of slow playing it. Who's, who said that? It was the first comedian, some guy from Broward. His name was like... Uh, Boo. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, it was Elf. (laughs) I I would have direct, the second that that joke gets made, I probably would have looked immediately toward Pat. Why Pat? Does he laugh? Like, does he agree? Like, I don't know. Pat totally thinks LeBron is a baby. That's why. Like, I, I, you know, I feel like there's a tad animosity there. You know, I I watched Pat, uh, I watched him get his car from valet. Of course, his car was parked out up front, but he has a, he has a security guy that's always with him. That's pretty cool. I want to get to that point in life. Always having a permanent security guy. You know what I mean? Was it you, dude? If, dude, if you <laughs> uh, was it Alf? I don't know. He was you white. Is getting paid two million dollars a year just to be Bradley's bodyguard. <laughs> I mean, could you? Is there better security than that? 
Christian, if you want, I'll I'll be your security if you need me to. Oh man, that would be so dope. I just want to like go to like Flanagan's and just have you kind of just like stand just a little like, bit right. away from the table, but in clearly looking at all the doorways and you know within good view of me and my ribs with with the earpiece and sunglasses. <laughs> yes. I definitely could do that shit. No, okay, but you know who I love watching, honestly, Andy Ellisberg, because I I was watching him. He got up, I guess, to go to the bathroom or something. But the way that he got up and then immediately kind of just like surveyed the room is almost like he's in charge of security and he's just kind of like <laughs> scoping everything out. I don't know if you guys ever noticed the games before the games. He usually goes out right to the center of the court, like probably like seven to ten minutes before tip off and just stands there for like 30 <laughs> seconds just looking around. I feel like he is just like a robot and he's actually surveilling the whole audience for threats. And then he leaves. <laughs> he's looking for basketball players. <laughs> He's looking for market inefficiencies. <laughs> a cap loophole to get them under the tax. You should end it with uh, Alex saying market inefficiencies because that was fucking no, yeah, gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or do we want to do we want to address the Kyle Lowry rumors quick? No, no, 